Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Eight minutes here past the hour. Let's get to our guest, Michael Cagino, president and portfolio manager at the Permanent Portfolio Family of Funds. Michael, for the hard-boiled among us, uh, it's just a bounce off of oversold levels, as I mentioned uh, in our our data update there and some short covering. Uh, For the optimists, perhaps it's it's hope that central banks can be more patient here and not in, uh, in such a hurry call it more realism than idealism. Uh, where are you along the spectrum? And, of course, you can believe in both, too. Yeah. Uh, hi, Brian. Um, <coughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> both <laughs> things you said would be uh, accurate, I guess, depending on where you sit. Our view is that this is a bear market rally. Um, I haven't seen anything fundamentally change in the last week. What I've seen change is that the Bank of England decided to pivot to some degree. Uh, ultimately, don't know how much they will, but they, it was a directional change. You saw Australia uh, raising rates a little less than expected. I think the belief is that, uh, you know, we've had a long-term belief that's been supported by behavior that whenever we get into trouble, central banks will bail everybody out. And I think there's an underlying bias to the upside for equities with that, that when push comes to shove for real, um, the central banks will roll over. And we saw some of that last week. And that provided with an oversold condition in equities in the short term um, has resulted uh, in in the bounce we've seen. A weakening dollar, slightly weakening dollar has also helped. So there's been a number of factors. Um, But uh, And adding to that, Michael, is a big one. Adding to that is uh, if the Fed were to pause or if central banks are pausing because of financial instability concerns, that wouldn't be a reason to be bullish. And if, you know, if you're hurtling towards recession and it causes central banks to, to steady a little bit, that's not really positive news either. No, the trick is to, is, is to walk that tightrope between getting interest rates and the cost of money enough to choke off inflation where it ultimately ends up we don't know but also not throwing us into a deep recession i would argue at the moment we're in a shallow recession but the only thing probably holding us up is is the strong employment figures and we're beginning to see some signs that maybe there's cracks in that strong economic growth story so i do worry about that and the higher rates go up the more likely you're going to have a deeper recession especially if employment rolls over uh, but, but you're absolutely po- right. You can't kill the economy just because you're focused on inflation and raise well, rates. On the, on the positive side, it, it, it's kind of re-embracing soft landing, um, you know, ideals. Uh, you know, it's a process, uh, a Fed pivot, not a day. That's the hope. So, Michael, in looking at the breakdown of the gains today, uh, if you know, a lot of us 
would have exposure here, even if you're not buying in newly today, you're you're happy to see some gains. And we, we're seeing some the gains in cyclicals and in value a little bit more than, say, in information technology, although you have to admit it's a rally right across the board. Do you feel better going forward about the cyclicals you own or some of the other areas? Yeah, I would put us in that category. We're not particularly negative on equities. We run a very balanced, diversified fund, and so we've benefited from that without having to increase exposure here. The areas that we would like are, are in those areas, um, the cyclicals, the industrials, the materials, the commodities. Uh, a weaker dollar helps, and we do think the, the dollar is going to get weaker over time, whether it's due to other countries raising their rates, currency interventions, if the, rate, if the dollar continues to be too strong, um, or federal, you know, central banks changing direction um, and that would benefit commodities Um, here's the nature of something is something interesting is that financials were the biggest performer and yet you have yields coming down why that's another area i think at least u.s financials the balance sheets are strong um with interest rates going up the net interest margins are good i think you do have to be a little bit selective in terms of which banks you're picking but uh, I think U.S. financials actually look pretty good. That's another area that we're in and we would like going forward long term. And for those people who are thinking about the central banks kind of cooling uh, their jets a little bit, uh, uh, many say that, that you can't read too much into the RBA decision because uh, they are in a completely different situation. They don't have inflation anywhere near the, the levels of the U.S., and they got started earlier. And then the U.K. is a very separate situation based upon uh, what, the, what the fiscal side came up with. Uh, your thoughts uh, um, on that as well? Yeah, well, every every country's situation is different, so I would agree with that. I think, you know, when you look at – when I say I didn't see any change in fundamentals, I mean, I still see inflation as being stubborn. I see nothing – indicating it's coming down quickly at the moment. You mentioned rising gas prices in the news segment. Um, you know, and, and I've seen it in California. Gas prices are trending up again. You marry that up with OPEC production cuts. You marry that up with strategic petroleum reserve drawdowns. That's higher energy prices. And I don't see rapidly declining inflation if you have energy prices going up, um, you know, absent a huge demand destruction caused by a severe recession. So, I mean, I, I do think that you do have to be careful in terms of, you know, not killing the golden goose by having rising rate, interest rates be the end-all, be-all at the, at, you know, at the risk of killing the economy. But you do have to worry about that as a risk factor to killing the economy. And, and that's where yeah. I think the fine line exists that the Fed has to walk. And the soft landing is what we all want, um, yeah. but achieving it is going to be very, very difficult. You mentioned you're not particularly negative on, on equities. So where do you sit on, say, the corporate bond space, the credit space? Uh, and would you look at a mix there of, of munis and short-term treasuries and then some of the higher-grade uh, you know, uh, corporate debt? What, what are you looking at? Yeah, we, we actually like a, a low-duration, high-quality corporate debt, actually. We run a, a fund that's doing quite a bit of that right now, our versatile bond portfolio, and we're also doing it in permanent portfolio. Um, I think that's an area where you can achieve rising yields with good balance sheets. That tends to help offset the inflation erosion um, that you're getting with the inflation rate where it is. 
and you've got principal protection. So that's an area in the fixed income market that we're looking at and, and have done quite a bit of investing in, um, and we'll continue to do so as the, the bond side of our house. I think it's dangerous to, um, to get too far out in the duration curve right now because I think there's just too many question marks. Yeah. Um, but at some point, you're going to want to lengthen duration at some level. I just don't think we know where that is yet. And in the meantime, short-term rates, given the inverted yield curve, the spreads on corporates, it's a very attractive area right now. Michael, thank you very much for joining us. Michael Cagino, President and Portfolio Manager at the Permanent Portfolio Family of Funds. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CutterEconomicForum.com.